Hello, welcome to the Python Fu Masters podcast with Master Hunt. This is episode number 12, title CFK Coding for Kids Analogies. I have a personal news update. Starting this Friday, January 11th, 2019, I will be teaching the first class the first lesson of my Coding for Kids class of 2019. Just to let you know, the next episode, I will be talking about my prep work for my Coding CFK class, Coding for Kids class. And I will give you as many details as possible to give you an insight behind the scenes look. That will, that's what I'll be talking about in the episode number 13. But let's get on with episode number 12. Okay, so this episode, again, the title of this episode, episode number 12, is CFK, CFK Coding for Kids Analogies. Because computer science and coding is... An abstraction it's not something you cannot we have software that will help you to see code and how it works and the inputs and the outputs but can you actually see the computer processing the code not really you're not you cannot see inside the CPU or the memory chips or the SSD it's an abstraction how do we visualize computer science? How do we visualize coding? We have to use analogies, at least in the beginning, to help so that human minds, brains can understand what we are doing when we code programs for computers. So let's start off with variables. Variables are very important because without the variables, then the programs can't work. Variables, that's a good analogy, would be to think of variables as boxes. Boxes with labels because we have to have labels or names for the variables. So let's imagine a box with a label that we can put different values, information, data in. And then of course, to make it, we can't put, every, we can't put all the information to one box, of course, because that's hard to conceptualize. How can we imagine that? One big box, it contains all the information. That's gonna be, make it very hard to program anything. So we have to imagine many boxes, many boxes with the different names of the different variables for all the different pieces of inf information or values or data we need for the program to work with, work on, so that we can get an answer, a solution, an output, okay? So variables are not literally boxes, with labels on them, 
that we can put information in. But it's a good analogy to use. It's easy for the human mind to visualize boxes with labels on the outside that we put different kinds of information on the inside. Some boxes will have numbers. Some boxes will have whole numbers. Some boxes will have floating point numbers, numbers like 1.56. Some boxes will, will not have any numbers. They'll actually have letters and digits, words, sentences. Again, variables. When you hear about hear variables, think of boxes. Boxes with labels or names on the outside that store data or information or values on the inside. Variables and boxes. Okay, let's move on to strings. Strings are a collection or, or let's think of it, we could think of it as a line of characters. They can have they can be letters or numbers and special characters. So again a string is a collection is an ordered list or a collection of characters. Or you could just think of it as words or sentences or let's say one line or a one line one short sentence or a phrase strings now how do we visualize strings because i'm not talking about just a jumbled jumbled uh, collection of letters and numbers and special characters because they have to be in order they're connected so let's think of a real life string like a string of thread and on this string of thread we have different letters and numbers attached to it lined up in sequence for example one us we could have one string that's the letters c-a-t cat c-a-t there's a imagine uh a string that's a th like a cloth thread and on this string we have the letters C-A-T stuck on it C-A-T in order C-A-T strings strings are very important in coding and computer science because computers while they do process everything is encoded into ones and zeros and numbers but these numbers can also be used to encode or we can use them as characters letters numbers and special characters because most people don't use their smartphone they don't most people don't do much math on their smartphone or their laptop or desktop computer people are generally for the most part processing strings 
which is just a fancy way of saying we're sending and receiving and changing and manipulating lots of words and sentences, letters and special characters, emojis. So strings are very important. And we need to understand strings to do coding for to to do coding to create programs codes for a computer to understand but for a human being to understand what the input and the output and for the human beings to be able to use computers we need the computers to be able to use strings to process strings to change strings and so we need coding or pro programming languages that can handle strings, which is just a fancy way of saying words and sentences, letters, letters and numbers, digits, special characters. So how do we visualize what a string is? We need to, yes, it's a collection of words and numbers, but we need to also, we need, we need to also remember that they are connected so that's why we need to visualize, we need to see a string. A string with different letters and numbers and special characters stuck onto the string. A string of letters, a string of characters, letters and numbers and special characters. So it's not, strings are not just words, characters, just random letters and numbers. They're characters, letters and numbers and special characters that are attached to each other in order. There's a sequence, right? Because when we have the word cat, C-A-T, it has to be in that order. Because if you jumble up the letters, if you have A-T-C, what is that? That doesn't make any sense. So that's why we need to think of strings. We need to visualize, we need to see an actual real life string and on this string, we have different characters, letters and numbers stuck onto the string one by one. Strings. So when you hear strings, think of a real life string, a cloth string with letters and numbers and special characters stuck onto it in order, one by one. Okay, let's move on to functions. What are functions? Instead of writing, and this was the old way, long, long time ago, this is the old way that computer programs or coding was done. There would be, it would be one huge, massive, hundreds, thousands of lines of code that were not really organized. <laughs> very well it worked it probably worked it worked but but uh, only the person who could understand it what all that code jumbled code meant what it did was the person was the coder who created it no one no other no other coders could really understand what it was because it's all jumbled up it's all there's no organization no mod no modularity it wasn't divided up or organized in any way so functions is a 
revolution was a revolutionary, very smart way of organizing all the hundreds and thousands, tens of thousands of lines of code that you need to create a video game or a Windows application or a smartphone app or even a website that actually does anything. We need to write code with functions in mind. Functions. Which is you can very, very roughly say is a block of code that does one task or one function, functions. So functions, you take, you take a, a huge hundreds and thousands or tens of thousands lines of code that's uh, used to make a video game, for example. It's usually divided into functions so that it's easier for human beings, the coders, to understand how the program works. Now, how can we visualize functions? I mean, that's, that's hard to visualize. How do you visualize what a function is? For somebody who's never coded or coded anything in their lives before. An easy way to understand functions is to imagine a kitchen. And usually kitchens have a lot of different appliances. You have a food processor. You have knives that chop up the food. You have a refrigerator. You have an oven. You have a microwave. You might have a coffee maker. You may have an ice maker different appliance, a uh, waffle maker, frying pan, or a f electric, uh, electric fryer. So the kitchen usually has different appliances. The oven, the, what does the oven do, right? Use the oven to bake things. You don't freeze things in the oven, right? That's what the refrigerator is for. The food processor, right? You don't clean dishes in the food processor, right? The dishwasher cleans the dishes, the pots and pans, not the food processor. The food processor, processor is usually what helps to create the mess in the kitchen. Okay? So the easy way to understand what functions, what functions are like, they're like kitchen appliances. Each, each kitchen appliance does a specific task. The food processor processes food so that it's easier to, to eat. The refrigerator keeps the food cold or it freezes the food. And then you have the oven that bakes bread, bakes a turkey. Right? You have the gas range. Use it to fry things, to cook eggs, or maybe even heat, to heat, uh, to make boiling water. So... Different kitchen appliances in the kitchen do different things, very specific functions or tasks so that you can make delicious food for the family. Again, what are functions? Think of functions as kitchen appliances that do very specific jobs to accomplish one goal, right? One goal. Does why do you have all these different kitchen appliances in the kitchen? 
to accomplish one goal, to make edible, hopefully delicious food for the whole family. Okay, I hope you enjoyed enjoyed this episode of the Python Food Masters podcast with Master Han. The next episode will be I'll be talking about the, the prep work I'm doing for my CFA, CFK Coding for Kids class uh, starting this Friday, January 11, 2019. Again, on uh, the next episode, I will be giving you a behind-the-scenes look at the prep work I'm doing for my CFK class 2019. Thank you for listening to this episode. And please find me on Facebook and Instagram. Use the hashtag PythonFooMasters. Again, that's hashtag PythonFooMasters. Also, follow me on Instagram at MasterHun. Again, that's Instagram at MasterHun. And Hun is spelled H-U-N. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I'll see you soon.